Wow, it's it's just too bad nothing happened this weekend. Good God. Cousin Sal is joining me to talk about the NBA Finals, the NFL, and a whole lot more. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right? At first half of the first game. I don't know. West Coast time. That's usually about. 5 o'clock, 5.30, perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. We're also brought to you by the ringer.com and the Ringer Podcast Network. Ringer Podcast Network is cranking after every finals game. You listen to the Ringer NBA show and we're going to have live reactions for all of them. We're also going to be here on Tuesday night. Me and Rosillo, we're moving uh, our weekly pod my podcast, Tuesday night, right after game four of the NBA Finals. Stay tuned for that. New rewatchables coming up on Monday, the 25th anniversary of one of my 10 favorite movies ever, Kicking and Screaming. Yeah. You might not have heard of it. And if you haven't, shame on you, because it's fantastic. So that's coming up. And also coming up, Cousin Sal, right after our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, Cousin Salas here. Action-packed weekend. It started out with the president coming down with COVID. What? Late, Yeah, late Thursday night. Yeah, I'm sorry to break the news to you. Had that going all weekend, plus uh, a bunch of people in his administration, some other Republicans. So that's going on. The finals, the Lakers take a commanding 2-0 lead, and it just seems done. And the Heat are nine-and-a-half-point underdogs in an elimination game. Then we have all this football stuff, and it's like, wow, Pat's Chiefs is going to be great. Cam gets COVID. So now it's like, oh, man, well, what happens to that game? Then somebody on the Saints supposedly gets COVID. Now we think that game's going to be canceled. We're on text threads trying to figure out what to do with our fantasy leagues. <laughs> it feels like the world's ending. Um, somehow we made it to Sunday night, and a lot of stuff happened. But, Sal, tumultuous weekend. You starting a fantasy league this year, it's extra extra ass kicking to getting kicked out. Just you're on top of it. I have to hand it to you and I'm stealing ideas from you. I'm like, oh yeah, that's true. People could just text you if they want the Kansas city or new England guy in, but start their backup and then we could switch it out. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, my hats go off to you and try any fantasy football, um, kind of commissioner that's trying to run things. It's impossible. 
<laughs> I like that we start with fantasy football commissioners over the future of the free world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I as, about as, that. Our, as our president, <laughs> we have no idea how sick he is. What what's going to happen? It's it's. We a have month an idea. He's uh, he's doing a victory lap in a in a motorcade. He's fine. What do you mean we have no idea? Well, he's he was signing fine. blank. He was signing blank sheets of paper with well, a sharpie. That's how you start. And then, with, then you get with into reflections it, yeah. that were like not. I, that was pretty weird. That was a weird thing. <laughs> I do love media. though. I, I don't want to make it political, but I do love that. This is a guy who famously doesn't like getting briefed. He doesn't like reading stuff. But now that he has COVID, he's like a, a he's like a, a CPA during tax season doing work. Like, like okay, <laughs> I don't know if I'm buying this. I would have been more realistic if he was fixing his fantasy team lineup, trying to yeah. be like, oh my god, <laughs> wait, what's going to happen with that New Orleans game? So. Uh. I think all of us as football fans were a little worried that this was going to be the snowball down the hill that was going to gain momentum. And then within three weeks, mm -hmm. I, I went to some dark places as a fan thinking like 12 week season. What, you know, do you have like a Cardinal situation where one team ends up playing 12 games? Uh, you realize like how kind of lucky we had at the first three weeks when it was kind of going well. Yeah. And you, you forget how easily the rug can get pulled out of it. Do you think we have a 16 game season? I don't. All right. I, I don't. I, first of all, there's no rush, right? They've already talked about, they could play the Super Bowl in March. They're very precious with the Super Bowl. Obviously, usually they rent hotel rooms out months in advance and everything. So this year's Super Bowl may not be as big as they, they, they just might have to bite it, right? It might just have to be the last game of the season, in which case they could have it in March. And if that's the case, maybe they do have 16 games. I still don't think they get there. I think this is too tough. And people are like, oh, leave it alone. Baseball, Cardinals and Marlins had only played three games after, you know, four weeks and they came back. It's different. These teams travel like two and a half, three times as much personnel. The season is twice as long. So already you're at like, you know, like 8X at a disadvantage yeah. of, of what, what if you want to compare it to baseball? I just don't like it. I hate. I said it's like I wake up every morning and I see like I have eighteen texts because we're on the west west coast. I'm like, this is going to be shitty. It's going to be shitty news. So, um, well, you think like the mistake probably every decision they made to get the schedule going seemed geared around when they announced the schedule on ESPN. Yeah, right, right, like, right. Look at this, and then week eight we got this coming, <laughs> and it was like maybe not the year to do that. Maybe this was the year that. After eight weeks, we just put in a bye week for everybody to buy a buffer in case there were any COVID games that we had to reschedule, whatever. Maybe right. it should have been like a 19-week regular season. And you figure, all right, if we use all of it, great. If not, we'll move the playoffs up, but let's be a little less regimented. Now it's like like the the Pats and Chiefs playing tomorrow night. We think we're taping this Sunday night, almost nine o'clock Pacific time. But you know, even that's a little weird. Now the Chiefs, now they have one less day. They're waiting on the Pats. The Pats are trying to find out. They're supposed to be preparing for an opponent. They're trying to find out if anyone else, you know, got infected. Yeah. And it just it just seems like it would have been easier to just be like, yeah, let's nudge this one to the built-in bye week we had after right. week eight, and we're good. The Pats but, are, t and they're taking two flights. One where the, the people who were around the guy who was infected and, and the one where uh, Cam, people were around Cam, the other where they weren't. I don't know that you could bet on which flight's going to land. For, we we have to get on that. There must be a teaser in there somewhere. But <laughs> I think the traveling is the big thing, right? So couple fr or last Friday, Atlanta was home and that miserable game they blew. What, what was the last game they blew? Was it the Chicago? 
I can't even yeah, remember the so last one. It was, was Dallas, that? then Chicago. Dallas, yeah. then Chicago. So last week was Chicago. They played Chicago. That Terrell test positive on Friday, and they go and they play because traveling is the big thing. So what's the answer? Do they travel earlier in the week, all these teams, to 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 get one test ahead of it? I don't know. I'm a child, so whatever the NFL decides, I, I have like an adverse reaction. I'm like, that's wrong, but I have no solution. Right. I, like, I really don't. I don't know. Well, they've spent the last 10 plus years of the Goodell era eroding our trust in every decision they make. <laughs> so that's another issue. Well, I, I literally have no faith in any decision they're going to make. Yeah. I think they've been pretty lucky. It's gone okay in college, right? For the most part. They're letting kids play. I mean, they're not letting kids play with the, the virus, but you'll see 10 guys on a team test positive, And then I don't know, next, next thing you know, most of the team is on the field. Just fit. It just really feels like everything is unraveled. I hate it. I know. I looked at October. I'm like, do we make it through October? And in so many facets of life, I'm not sure that we do. But uh, good lord, yeah, it's a bummer. I, I don't know. And you know, like uh, you don't want the fantasy leagues falling apart. I keep going back to fantasy, but I feel like if we can't figure <laughs> that out, it right. makes it even worse. <laughs> Everything's gonna unravel if we don't have fantasy. <laughs> yeah, I I hit a point after the Lakers won that second game. Yeah. And then the camp thing happened and you start the the football schedule seems flimsy mm -hmm. and it just, there was this black hole staring at us where it was like the NBA could have been done on Tuesday. If the right. Lakers swept football is in complete flux. Right. I know. And now we're back to where we were in May, you know, doing podcasts about, you know, rank yeah. the Rocky movies and right. any sort of evergreen <laughs> content we could possibly do. <sighs> I, you know, it was, it was so much fun to have all this stuff going on. Because we didn't have to think about all the serious stuff as much, you know? And now the serious stuff is is just staring at all of us again. Yeah, we Not got that it spoiled. wasn't before, but at least we had distractions. Yeah, and, you know, I don't know. Some I saw something where a lot of coaches around the league are saying that they, they should we should shut down for two weeks and then regroup and cancel games and then make a different schedule. I'm like, the owners are going to say, screw you. We're weeks away from putting fans in that we are some some teams already have fans in the stands they want right. some teams have a deal to up it to like 30 40 percent by the end of october they're not canceling games this is we're kind of we're not going to be any better off four weeks from now than we are now so this has but, happened a few times the last few months it happened with trump thursday night it happened with the cam news where i'm like either on the phone or i'm in another room and i just hear my phone start to beep yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> oh no, what you know, what happened? You know, you normally when that happens, <laughs> it's stupid stuff with like one of our friends, right? Jerry about right. Daniel, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. <laughs> and it said this is like real stuff. You know, you wake up to Cam Newton things and we're yeah. worrying about his health. Hopefully he's okay. Right. Yeah. This is uh everyone keeps saying 2020. Oh my God, it's so insane. But I, I just feel like we're gonna look back at this 20 years from now and be like, God, remember that year? Like it. I, how did we, how did we do that? How did all of us do that? How we're going to birthday parties with masks on. I, my buddy, uh, buddy of mine in Massachusetts was saying he was at his son's soccer game today. They were playing soccer with masks on. Wow. They're like, yeah. ten, like 12 year olds. It's like, really? This is bizarre. This is what life is like. We're just used to it. Like oh, we yeah. just kind of adapt and go. Um, before we talk about the football, this is a pretty interesting week for we got to talk about the NBA Finals. Let's do it. I didn't Gee, know. I thought you bet. I thought you bet the Heat. I know you have the Heat for the series, and I have the Lakers. I thought for it was over. I thought you bet them tonight. I thought you had the Heat. Well, I, I no. When um, 
when they ruled out Adebayo and, and Dragic, I was like, yeah. well, I'm just going to throw the Lakers in some parlays. Like, obviously, they're going to sweep. Right. Didn't realize Jimmy Butler was going to out LeBron LeBron. He played like an old school LeBron on his second Cleveland tour when he would go against the Warriors by himself. Like game one, 2018, a couple of those 2015 finals games where it's just like, all right, I guess it's just me. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm get out of my back, guys. I got this. Right, right. And he did it. I mean, it, it was honestly one of the great finals games that I think if you remove the five or six, seven greatest players of all time and you go to that next level of like, you know, James Worthy, game seven, 1988, that kind of level of, of guy, it's way up there. I mean, really, like to, to stave off the sweep, I didn't like the Lakers' body language at all. I, you know, we still think they're going to win the series, but mm. he really haymakered them and he kind of out alphaed them. And I was just shocked the entire time. I kept waiting for, you know, the Lakers were hanging around. They had like 10 turnovers in the first quarter and a half or something. Mm -hmm. And you're like, all right, hey, how are they only down six? It just seemed like one of those games. And then they finally tied it. And then Butler just kind of took over again. And then all of a sudden they were up six. LeBron's 30 feet from the basket, letting like Markeith Morris and Kuzma shoot. Oh, it's terrible. It Morris was bizarre. Davis yeah. was in a coma the whole game. And then all of a sudden it's 2-1. What well, did you think? Did you watch well, it? Yeah, I watched it. Of course I had it on the screen. First of all, odds wise, Butler was 10 to 1 to be the high scorer tonight. He was 40 to 1 to have a triple double. That's wow. pretty phenomenal. 40 to 1. And he had to do all that stuff kind of to win. And let's be honest, the refs had to put AD in foul trouble early. They last game, game two, they did what they could. Uh, Miami had 31 free throws made to the Lakers 10, but it didn't matter because the offensive boards were there all night for, for the Lakers. I actually and thought that was a well-officiated game. I got to say. I, game I thought, two? I thought this one, AD got some stupid touch fouls, but Bam got two touch fouls in game one that I thought turned that game around too. Your boy, Scott Foster, had it even. It was the only way it was going to happen. They had to get him in foul trouble to go up down. I mean, I feel like we're watching professional wrestling after a while a little, but I don't want to take anything away from Jimmy Butler. He's fun to root for. He was great. Uh, the Lakers did look out of sorts, um, but I don't... Well, but, uh, yeah, beyond the foul trouble, they 19 turnovers. Mm -hmm. Davis had five. LeBron had eight. LeBron had had you know he had 25 10 and 8 but it was not did not look that good watching right. it. And uh if anything could have had even a couple more fouls and things like that. Mm -hmm. I thought I actually thought Mark Jackson called it. He was like they they're not playing hard enough. Yeah, maybe and they I felt that way them. watching it. I mean, I think when your 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 points in the paint are at such a disparity versus in game 2, like you may feel like you don't have to try as hard, you know, you just kind of own them inside. And I think that's what happened early on, but just just the same. They were down 12. They were down 14 and came, but they had the lead in the fourth quarter, the Lakers, right? My, yeah, they did. They took it. They took like a two point lead. Yeah. Butler said after the game, they were like, what's the difference? He's like, we had to rebound right. the rebounding. They got out rebounded by six, but the game two, it was like 200. Yeah. They'll take so six. Yeah. They did that. And I thought they figured out what's funny is I thought Miami could have played better because Robinson mm -hmm. was three for 10 from three and Hero was two for seven. Mm-hmm. And pretty much, and Crowder was two for eight. So those three guys together were seven for 25. Pretty much all of those shots were wide open because the Lakers weren't, you know, playing as hard as they were in game two. Yeah. But there, there's a version of this game where the Heat win by like 25 if they were ma actually making shots. But I thought they figured out a couple things with Butler 
that the Lakers couldn't adjust to. They were basically doing the LeBron trick where whoever was on Butler, he would get the screen, get the switch on the guy he would want. They'd put the three guys on the other side of the court. And then he was he was kind of doing this little pseudo old school one-on-one stuff. He didn't make a three in that game. He didn't take a three. Right. 40 points with no threes. He's six foot six. That's the most impressive stat out of all. Oh my God. I, I that was one of the best games I've I've seen. Uh, an a old school beatdown. Yeah. yeah, it's an old school beatdown. That's what it was. It wasn't Steph Curry like doing his thing. Behind, gets hot from behind the arc. He just he hit from everywhere and uh, really just took it to him. It's interesting because all three games have been like kind of very different, right? So yeah, I I don't know how do you predict game four. Well, what do you? Pre- I know what the line is. You want to guess the line? It was ten tonight. It I, was. I don't, it shouldn't be lower. Well, we don't know if Bam's coming back though. They have a line. Yeah, we don't know. I would say do. Lakers eight and a half. Yeah, seven and a half. Mm. I thought it'd be a little higher. 219 and a half, minus 330 for the game for the Lakers. And now the favored result is Lakers to win four games to one at minus 150. It's funny. So Bam, Olenek, and, and Leonard play 44 minutes. They score 24 points, eight rebounds, and they go eight for 12. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, you don't get any of the defense that Bam gives you, but they were able to get by offensively with those guys and defensively just they're switching, doing just playing harder. Right. I thought they're going to do this in game two. I actually put a, I told you in house, I did a little, uh, I did a heat money line parlay with the over. Cause yeah, I was right. like, I think they're come out, shoot a million threes. And there's, it was one in 10, I think, or one in nine. So it was mm-hmm. plus 900. I was like, there's, there's a version where they, and it was actually what ended up happening in this game. Did they, but but this is what I mean. Like every game is different. What, what did the Lakers bench points? Didn't they have weren't half their points on the bench or a little less in this game? Yeah, forty something. What did? Am I wrong? Well, that's about that? the part. That's the part that frustrates you if you're the Lakers because you have Morris and Kuzma both have nineteen off the bench. And if yeah. you think like if you just say that before the game, like you're getting thirty eight points from Morris and Kuzma, like, game's over. Oh my god, we went by twenty. Right. But Davis no showed and. the the yeah. crazy thing about Davis was after game two, I was on a couple of text threads with House and my friend Hershey mm. trying to try. I was like, I, I'm going to redo the Pantheon and the Pyramid after, you know, I oh. do it every year. I make the list and I'm like, I think AD might be like, I think he's in the top 40 now. Like he's completely dominant. Mm. He's You look at like these all-time greats and he is the best two-way player in the league. He's been first team All-NBA four times. Like this is going to be his moment. You won't you do know, it now. You're not doing it now. He's he's uh, he has to, <laughs> he was minus twenty six tonight, and it was worse than that. I thought he looked asleep. Yeah, they, I mean, for him to have five rebounds in a game against the C team is unconscionable. Well, but he's playing. He's, it's a delicate play. Like he, he was in foul trouble, right? Like, of course, you're gonna end up with a minus. I don't know. I guess he only finished the game with four fouls. They also mm. they they kind of unlocked what to do when Howard was out there, which I think is a problem for Miami going forward. And yeah. if they can get out of bio back, even if he's 80%, it just gives them flexibility. It gives them a chance to at least look different yeah. and have different kinds of lineups and stuff like that. I'd love this Miami team all year. I really thought they were going to win or come close in game two. And when they got their teeth kicked in, I thought this is over. Like the Lakers yeah. are just too big for them. Now I, I don't know what to think. That's what I mean with every game being so different. It's it's really hard to gauge anything. And, I, you know, I hate to be a crybaby, but I don't think the Do- uh, the Dolphins, the Heat will have the refs. You know, they're not. Uh, I think they let them play now, game four. It's the problem with the, and I said this going into the series, 
you can interpret some of these LeBron moments any way you want, depending mm. on <laughs> what the right. situation of the series is, right? He's he's creating so much contact on both ends. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and then Davis is is just flying around the rim. And even some of those you can interpret however you want. But um, I, I, I know they add the crowd noise, but you could still hear the players more prominently than normal. When you hear LeBron, like, gets me. It's like, he elbowed me in the face. I, I know. It's like, oh, my God. I think he's... Is he going to get a restraining order? What the hell? What's going on? He's so upset. Yeah. The other thing that Miami looked like Miami today. That was what really frustrated me about those first two games is they were deer in the headlights. They weren't winning the 50-50 balls. Mm -hmm. They, you know, those first three rounds, every loose ball they were getting. Yeah. They were so tough. They had so much swagger. This game, they had the swagger. And there was a couple times Butler was barking at Rondo. He's barking at LeBron. Mm -hmm. LeBron barked at somebody at one point and, Butler started talking and and the the league was doing its best to cut away every time. Right. Every time there was stuff happening, we they always cut to like the freaking, you yeah. know, the Miami bench or something. But but you hear the audio drops because when they're swearing, oh, you yeah. hear the, the silence. Like, yeah, so it's fun. But that that's what I was saying before the series. You have to like, mm-hmm. you have to go at LeBron. You have to, you know, get macho with them and you mm-hmm. have to be physical with them. You have to talk to them and the more reverential you are, the worse it is. He's going to destroy you. But yeah. LeBron's in a really interesting spot because he's never been, you know, D- Durant in 2017, they went toe-to-toe. Durant was probably slightly better. Mm-hmm. 2011, Dirk outplayed him, but LeBron was gone in that series. He just he didn't have it and got worse as it went along. This was somebody doing a LeBron impersonation with LeBron on the court, which I can't remember seeing. Right. Well... I think the Lakers win in Miami. Then game five comes back to LA. They win it. Oh, that's not how it's. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> how about what a roller coaster ride tonight if you're a Philly fan? You have Jimmy Butler, this guy that just oh, yeah. kind of, you had, you traded for, and then he, he he left within a couple months. Right. And then you have this whole Wentz thing where it's like, mm-hmm. if he can't beat Nick Mullins, what do we have? What is mm-hmm. this? What What is the future of Carson Wentz? Yeah. So uh, and Doc, sure f- Doc Doc Rivers to start the week, right? Oh yeah, and Doc. Yeah, had that too. So you think this still ends in five? I do. I think. Uh, I think if I were most confident on betting against the spread, I like the Lakers in Game Four. But I have money on the Lakers too, so I'm biased. But I do think they. I think they come out and. Uh, I wish I knew about uh, Bam, but may- maybe that's a distraction if he gets in there. Who knows? Eighty percent, seventy-five percent. But I like the Lakers. I mean, he was the best guy in the Boston yeah, series. That's true. It's a, it's a tough one. The Dragic thing would have been fun too. Kendrick Nunn was just mm-hmm. awful tonight. It, four turnovers, in twenty minutes, and it would seem worse than that. He right. just—he's the one piece that anytime he's in, it doesn't seem like it fits. But you know, I was thinking. I, I thought they were going to lose. I, I had a whole thing I was going to do with you about the worst NBA Finals ever. Oh. So I was trying to figure it out because 2007 is the go-to. Yeah. The, when young LeBron was in there with nobody else, the Spurs like just wiped the floor with them. Swept them. Yep. The uh, 89 Pistons-Lakers when the Lakers kept getting hurt. Mm-hmm. The games themselves are actually a little better than I think people remember, but it was a sweep, and by game three, you knew it was over. Yeah. Uh, 1971, the Bucks swept the Bullets, and like none of the games were close. That was really bad. And then 2018 which turned out to be a sweep and was over after game one, basically, but uh, but mm-hmm. had the great game one where LeBron scored 50, I think, and then JR had the big boner at the end of the game. Right. Um, 
but that this would have been this seemed like it was on pace to be a historically bad finals. Yeah. Not to it, mention it, no fans. Yeah. That and the, the ratings have been abysmal. Like it was just, wow, this is really, this sucks that it's going to end this way. And instead now, now it's actually kind of interesting. Yeah. I don't know why we were joking on text and I was like, I thought this would be more, I know Lakers Celtics is what everybody wanted, but before this game, I'm like, Oh, this has been a letdown. I thought the, I don't know why I thought the cutaway to Pat Riley, just like barely watching the game was going to push this over the hump as a better than average series, but it, it, it hasn't. But, um, yeah, uh, I, I've not seen you as excited in a long time as you were when you dug up that column that's, uh, that mentioned how we bet Dallas uh, 37 oh, years ago. <laughs> you were very yeah. excited. You called me. I was, yeah. like, I was like, what? I was like, hey, this was the last time we won. I'm like, all right, read it. Let's hear it. What happened? So, yeah, I, I found this thing. I had forgotten <laughs> we bet on Dallas in six in 2011. <laughs> And had this big debate on whether to hedge or not. And I don't think we did. I don't think we hedged it. Right. And uh, and we just nailed it. And they were plus 450. And we like to joke on this podcast that we've never won ever. We've screwed up the hedge every time. Mm -hmm. That's at least one example where we just crushed it from start to finish. There you go. So and I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us, too. And it was probably the last time I bet on a Dallas team that won. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to have to get to that. Yeah, let's talk about that. We'll take a break. Then we're going to get back to that. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right? First half of the first game. I don't know. West Coast time. That's usually about. Five o'clock, 5.30, perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. All right. So, decent day of football today. I mean, you could tell the players, their hearts weren't totally in it with the leader of the nation you know, not feeling mm. well. I know yeah. it was on the minds of a lot of the guys out there. Oh, God, hoping yeah. he's okay. You know, just <laughs> having him in their thoughts. They were able to gut through and I, I thought play some decent football. Yeah. Your team, these should be zero and four, but are somehow one and three Cowboys. Uh. Got annihilated by a Browns team that lost Nick Chubb in the second yeah. quarter. Mm -hmm. that got a pretty shitty Baker Mayfield performance for the most part, considering all the guys he overthrew, underthrew, whatever. And mm -hmm. you still got, uh, you still got crushed. And yet you're down three. And it looks like in the fourth quarter, it's like, oh my God, we're doing this again. You believed I, at one point. No, I, I, maybe I believe, but it doesn't even matter anymore. I don't get excited when they score and cut it to three or whatever and going for the onside kick. Cause I am able now to focus and say, is this team going to play the chiefs in the Super Bowl? Or are they going to stay within 20 points of the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? So I work backwards from there. And we're not, you know, we're not a great team. Really, we're like, we're, we're, we have very exciting moments in these games. I guess I can count, you know, I, mean, I guess that's, a, that's good, right? Like if you're a, if you're a Jaguars fan, uh, there's a lot of ho-hum games in there and you'll lose, you know, this is different. I'm going to have three strokes every game. Um, Prescott's going to have over 400 yards. I think he has like, he had 502 he yards today. 
It was insane what he does. Like, I don't know what they're going to do with his contract. He's going to have Hall of Fame numbers, and Jerry's going to be like, sorry, we got out of Troy Aikman in nine games what we got out of you in three games, and we made it to the Super Bowl, and I overpaid for Zeke, who doesn't seem like, I don't know what I believe about COVID side effects or after effects, but that guy is out of it. He really is. Talk about someone who doesn't want to be on the field because the president is sick. I don't know what Zeke is doing. <laughs> There's always a turnover. There's always a weird play. There's always a weird call. We got a helmet-to-helmet call on a ball we intercepted. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But I guess, like, we just have this kid that's, you know, very exciting and, you know, we're watching him grow, but you're not going to get a gift from him on your birthday. That's it. That That's how I look at the Cowboys. You can't trade Zeke, right? His contract makes that too hard. Yeah, yeah. Too much. Way too much money. I mean, that would should be the last of the big running back contracts, right? Just speaking plainly. Forget about Zeke. Why well, would you ever a, pay a running back that much? Anymore? This is a trend I noticed. Yeah. Noticed that last week with Carolina. I, did, I, I didn't bet on Carolina last week, but I picked them. Just because... Mm-hmm. They lose McCaffrey and the line swings completely so far out of whack. And right. then they win without McCaffrey. And then you watch the game this week. They were great this week. Mike, Mike Davis. Davis is like, <laughs> yeah, he's he's solid. He's like a B or a B plus. But it's fine. You know, I, I think we see this over again. You saw it with the Giants. Like they didn't have Saquon. It's like, oh, their season's over. They're done. They were in mm-hmm. that game. Freeman was good. Yep. And if Jones hadn't thrown a dumb pick at the end, I actually think they had a chance to tie that game. I think we just, you know, we've talked about how running backs overrated. You don't want to overpay them. They don't last as long as you want to. But I think we even overrate them like in the game to game course of the year. Like, you know, like the Patriots lost James White last year. People are like, oh my God, they lost James White. It's like, they're going to be fine. They'll just put somebody else in. I don't think running backs matter that much. I really don't. I think Kamara is the one guy that I think dramatically matters because... I'm not even sure Breeze is that good anymore. And Kamara's just, everyone's so terrified of him. It's almost mm-hmm. like he's more than a running back. He's some new position that I don't know what we've named. But other yeah. than that, it's like just, are, can you tell any of the Rams guys apart? It's so funny. Like I wrote, seven of them. I wrote down Kamara because I think he's the only one that made a difference. But I don't, I don't know, know that I would pay him that much either. I just don't. I, but where's the Billy Bean? Where's the money ball guy who's going to step in to, and say, hey, guys, cut this out. You could do a three-headed monster. The you know Rams, who it is? The Rams it's Bill are trying Belichick. to do it. He's doing it. <laughs> With Rex Burkhead, James White. I guess. So- Sony, I kind of suck Michelle. Right. And uh, Damien Harris and Taylor, the little guy we have. And it's like, they don't care. They're never going to pay for running backs. But they're not that good. Those guys aren't that good. You know what no. I'm saying? They, they don't put numbers up every week. Who's going who's gonna to put the three-headed running back out there? I guess the Ravens do it if you count Lamar out there. But just that... All right, we're going to get 160 yards rushing. I don't know where it's coming from. It's not coming from a guy who's making $45 million for the two and a half years, you know, whatever. So, um, well, you knew the Z contract was bad when they did it, though. Yeah, just it's uh, just not not something that smart teams do. You just keep hearing, oh, they got to pay him. What are they going to do? They have to pay him. Like, you don't have to pay him anymore. You just don't. Fournette, I think, is the worst case scenario of this. Oh, right. Where they spend the fourth pick in the draft on him and mm-hmm. he doesn't even make it to the last year of his rookie scale. It's just so many, it, it just seems like you can always get the Austin Eckler. Who's yeah. that kid on the chargers now? Kelly. Yep. Eckler goes down. Right, and said, that's fine. We have Kelly. And then mm-hmm. Kelly will go down. But like, that's fine. We have Justin Jackson. Mm-hmm. There's a hundred running backs, you know? Yeah. I, so anyway, with the Zeke thing, 
I don't think you could trade him because the contract makes it hard. Well, and yeah. then you mentioned Nick Chubb goes out, which was great because he's on three of my fantasy teams. So I get no points from him and his team kills my team. So that that's oh my that's God. fun too. But yeah. And then there's, uh, you know, Kareem Hunt, who should be a starter in the league. Think what you want about him, right? Well, I have both of those guys on the keeper league. We're in together. Yeah. And when Hunt comes in, because I think Chubb is really good. I think he's like a top six or seven running back. And then Hunt comes in. He seems like the best running back in the league. Every right. time they give him the ball, it's like he's getting five yards. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see what he does over the next couple of weeks because he looks fantastic. And then they had two other guys. They had Hill Hilliard. Mm -hmm. He was in there. And then who was the other guy? The Ernest? Well, it the, helps. The when, Ernest uh, somebody? You know, we have guys that can't tackle. Like, uh, was it Jalen Smith? You just got, they draft the same kind of idiots every year. You know, and, and I feel bad for like Sean Lee and Leighton Van Der Esch, but it's always the same thing. It's a second round pick. Guy gets hurt in college. And of course he's going to get hurt in the pros. Just of, of course, that's just how it works with these second rounders, these tough nosed athletic type uh, football players or athletes more than football players. And they'll shine for a while and then they get hurt. And then you're stuck with them and they're stuck with their contracts. Well, your receivers are incredible. Yeah. Ben has fun. two of them on his fantasy team. Which and it's two? just like they're, well, he has lamb and he has Cooper and it, they're wide open 25 times a game. Like it's right. like Dak back to pass. And then it's like lamb's just wide open over the middle of the field. Nobody near him. Yeah. So, Philly wins tonight. Philly's one, two, and one. It looks like the tie that they, the the much maligned tie they took last week. Smart. W could actually win the NFCs. They're going to win it going six, nine, and one. Yeah. Um, Put them a half game out of the lead tying. That's, that's all they needed to do. So they're yeah. in the lead. Your next four games, Giants, Arizona, at Washington, at Philly. And my prediction is you guys, will, you guys probably sweep those and you're fine. Uh, you know, you don't even, you're not even saying, no, I'm not, I'm not reversing you're not it. Saying, you're not saying it with a straight face. You You'll beat the it. giants. You'll beat the giants. I think we will. Arizona who I did. I took a million dollar picks on Thursday night. Mm -hmm. And then I listened to Warren Sharp and house on Friday. And he was like, Arizona's got the 25th offense. I think they're overvalued. I think yeah. people just like Kyler Miller. I'm listening. I'm like, fuck, I think that's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Cause I watched up this last game. They sucked. And so I backed off. I didn't actually bet on them, but um, a lot of people. I'm not Arizona. sure they're good. A lot of people had them. I, I think this was, um, you know, we're not out of that what we take for granted things, right? Like Jared Goff was good in our eyes. I don't know. He he corrected it in three weeks. Like, all right, Jared Goff's good. Like, all right, why do the yeah, Rams the, the only Niners have like were another one? Then, yeah, what was the Niners, the Niners line tonight? It was seven, seven and a half. But it's like yeah. well, you and I always talk about what if these certain quarterbacks get down a touchdown. Are you, right. are you confident in them? It didn't happen with the Rams, but it happened with the Niners. Who's the other quarterback it happened with? It's just, um, you know, we're not. Well, Carr is another one. If yeah, Carr cars, goes behind two scores, it's just turning the TV and of course, off. Of course, Foles. And like Carr, Foles, and Goff all reverted back to what we know they are in a matter of like 40 minutes. They all got on the same page. And that's why like Carr, you can't even look at a guy's numbers. Like Carr has eight touchdowns and no interceptions this year. You believe that? Eight touchdowns, right. no interceptions. Dak Prescott's numbers are phenomenal, but these guys are just not winners. I don't know. I'm sorry. Well, Giants, Zona, Washington, Philly. It's pretty nice. Yeah. I mean, if you can't go two and two, it, it, at least that's pathetic. It gets rough after three that, and one looks pretty good. Yeah, your schedule gets harder. Need three after. One. We'll get a couple of ties out of that, I think. Yeah. Um, Mayfield today against your team was 19 for 30 for 165 yards. Hmm. And that included Odell taking one pretty far. 
Right. But um, I don't know. No more Nick Chubb for them. They're three and one. And one of the weird outcomes so far of the year is the AFC North. Yeah, Pittsburgh's undefeated. They're not right. playing this week. You have uh, Cleveland's three and one. Cincy's frisky. Mm-hmm. And then who's the other team in that division? I'm blanking. Oh, Baltimore. Cincinnati, Baltimore. They're yeah. three and one. Mm-hmm. So looks like we'll get at least two playoff teams out of there. And then the Browns, it's like, I don't know. The Browns, the way they run the ball, and they're so much better coached than they were last year. It's like, could that be worth three three extra wins from last year? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. they. Uh, well, where do they go? They have a tough one this week, right? Oh, no, no. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. But yeah, that's the division that we thought the NFC West was going to be. So, but right. lots uh, of playoff teams from there. More subplots. Gambling stuff. You know Joe Burrow? Sure. Not three oh and one against the spread. Still is not, is not, not covered yet. Wow. I actually bet on him this week. I really like that dude. And you, it can't be overstated how bad his offensive line is. No. It is unbelievable that he's throwing for 300 plus yards in these games when you're actually watching them. And I, I don't know why I'm so attached to him. I don't, you know, I didn't bet on their over for the year. I don't mm-hmm. have him in a fantasy league. I just like watching him. To some of the shit he's doing in these games compared to the protection he has is out of control. He takes monster hits in the pocket. Oh. When, he, when he leaves the pocket, you don't even blame him for running. He'll get slot, slammed like right by the sideline. Like, I don't know how he's doing it. And he's making these receivers good. It, he's definitely fun to watch. Minshew was fun to watch too. I liked it. Yeah. I like that whole game. I, I'm surprised. I was like, yeah, Cincinnati, they don't deserve to give anyone three or three and a half points. I was on the wrong side of that. But yeah, Burrow that line, up. that line dropped to Cincy by one by game time. It ended up being low. It's a lot yeah. of Jacksonville thing. Mm-hmm. Seattle is four and zero against the spread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm pointing this stuff out because as we learn over the years, People don't go 16-0 against the spread. It's just stuff to file away. So those are kind of the two outliers so far. Dallas, the Jets, and Houston are all own four against the spread. So congratulations. Your team's Thank own you. four against the spread. I think the, Titan, the, I think the Titans, who are probably never going to play again, are 0-3 against the spread, right? And they're 3-0. Yeah. Undefeated teams. We have the Seahawks. We have the Bills. Steelers and Titans, even though uh, mm-hmm. they, uh, they ended up getting the bye week. And then Packers and Chiefs will find out tomorrow. And that's it. But we have for winless teams, mm-hmm. you know how many we have now? Well, you get mad at me if I guess this. I'll say uh, five. Wasn't it six last week? I'll say five. Houston, the Jets, mm-hmm. the Giants, and then the Falcons. Oh, just four. Hmm. That's it. We have four, which leads me to our first cross-off team. It's time. Actually, you know what? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. We're going to cross the team off after the break. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, award winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. Having my home, it's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24 7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. 
a 60-day money-back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. That is Simply Safe with two S, simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. This episode of the Bill Simmons podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. All right, it's time. Here are our choices. First cross-off team. The New York Jets or mm-hmm. the Houston Texans? Someone said we're do- someone wrote me and said we're doing this wrong because there's more playoff teams and there's fewer we- I- I- Yeah, right. they- no, we're doing it right. Because we are now- doing it right. Yeah. Now we're doing it every week the rest of the way. Okay. Yeah. And right. we're doing it correctly. And that'll give us uh right. Okay. Um, but I can't cross the Cowboys off. This would be the earliest I think I've crossed them off. We're we're not allowed to cross any NFC East teams off since six, nine, and one could be the winning record. The Jets are miserable, and so is Houston. We only can do one. Um the Jets. Has to be the Jets. They're not gonna make it, they're not getting a wild card, and they're four games out. That Thursday game, the the Rippin, who the announcers were really praising, it's like, man, yeah. I was really, and then all of a sudden he just started throwing the ball to the Jets. Right. And uh, it was like, oh, well, he put, he put a good two and a half quarters in and it still didn't matter. The Jets, they, mm-hmm. they still couldn't do it. This Denver team that probably shouldn't even be trying to win. But yeah, the Jets, we bet on Jacksonville to be the worst team in the league. It's hard to imagine the Jets aren't going to have the worst record. The Jets, the Giants have a little fight in them, right? We saw. Uh, it's going to be the Jets. They only scored nine points today, but their offense looked way better than that. Like, they had drives. They got down the field faster than the Rams did, right? Oh, uh, yeah. It, it just fell, fell short on a field goal and everything. That Rams defense is, you know, everybody wants to list the MVP. They change their mind every 10 minutes. It's a Russell Hustle and Bustle. Is it Rodgers? Is it Mahomes? Oh, Mahomes was great in the Lamar game. It's him. Aaron Donald is right there. If you don't put him in the list of your top seven, you're an idiot. Do you put him in the list of your top seven? You're an idiot. So you hesitated. You don't even put him in your top seven. No, I was, I, I was, I think he's in my top three. He's in on every play. He, and his numbers don't show it. A lot of these guys can put up numbers, obviously. He only had two tackles, like a half a sack and three pressures, but he doesn't get enough credit for the pressures and, and pushing the line back on runs and stuff like that. It's the only reason they won today. He's the only one out of all those guys who looks like a video game character. Yeah. yeah where sure. you're, you're playing whoever and the guy just guesses the play and he's sacking the quarterback and you haven't even like done the seven step drop yet. Right. He's doing that. I think Kim, Wilson, Rogers, Mahomes. That's really it, right? That's been our best four. Am I leaving well, anyone out? Lamar's out, I guess. Um, I'm just saying for the, if we're doing quarter, I hate Mark doing MVPs. this. This is crazy. No, no, I guess I'm just it, saying, I, I think those are the, been the best four guys. I guess it is uh, the quarter mark. Um, wait, we don't have anyone else. Let me look real quick. Uh, CD Lamb. No, there's no Giants. 
Yeah, those are the best. Yeah, four. those are the four. Oh, well, people will say, uh, people will say um, Josh Allen. People throw. You know, him that's in there fair. Too. I yeah, I think he has to be put in. That's fair. I I might I instinctively want to fight it. <laughs> I thought he was really good in this game. He had a yeah. great throw to Diggs that basically clinched backhand, the game. The backhanded one? The, no, the, the, the win where he just winged it downfield and Diggs went up and oh, got yeah, it yeah, and yeah, like yeah. the five-yard line. But yeah. uh, they really, normally this doesn't happen where the new receiver shows up mm-hmm. and in that first year, you don't see the guy it almost with never the QB happens. like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and it, also we wrote Diggs off. Remember how upset he was and he wasn't yeah. getting the ball and like this body language. I think it was a playoff game against San Francisco and they yeah. were probably like good riddance. And then when he went to the Bills, like, oh, it's going to be the same thing, except he's going to be freezing in November. So that's <laughs> going to make it worse. But he's, a, I think he had 115 yards today. He's, he's a force. You talk about like a top four receiver. He might be right up there. Yeah, he's, he's probably next level after that five that we mentioned. He reminds me a little Jimmy Butler where he was... Yeah. Just seemed like a diva and a dick in the Viking situation, but then right. you see him in a new situation, like ah, maybe at a point, yeah, it, maybe playing with Kirk Cousins uh, <laughs> and Mike Zimmer isn't ideal. Yeah, so I'm introducing. Oh, I want to do this fat first coach fired watch. It's Gase, Quinn, and O'Brien, right? I think Bill O'Brien has to move in here now with the oh man. Connections. I think he does. I don't know how much past performance helps because he did win the division. Was it three out of four or four out of five years? So I don't know how much, how much juice you get for that. Yeah, it's but you trade be those guys. you trade Hopkins and some first yeah. rounders because you're kind of playing for now and you're owned for. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, your guy Patricia could be up there too. I, I know they had that win last week or whatever, but I, I don't think anyone's getting fired in the next couple weeks. So, but if Detroit loses two more in a row, I guess they have a bye. Which he coach? Could be up there. Which coach could fake COVID as a way to stave off the firing as <laughs> as, as a move? I don't know. Um, the uh, the saddest NFL team is a new segment I want to start this week. Oh, we haven't named it yet. Should we get a sponsor, Kyle? Get us a sponsor for this. <laughs> it's the saddest NFL team of the week. We're uh, sponsored by Zoloft. I don't know. <laughs> Our four finalists this week are the Jets. Huh. The Browns, who who Browns. are now, well, they're not eligible this week because they won. But these are usually these are four staples: Jets, uh, Browns, Falcons, Lions. Uh, okay. are usually in there in some form. I think the Browns have played themselves out of the list. Now I think it's Lions, Jets, Falcons, Lions, just because they're the Lions. But they set a record today. They have now lost six consecutive games in which they lost by ten plus points. That's never happened before in the history of the league. Wow. Uh I'm going to reserve my right without seeing the game already tomorrow. I'm going to stick with the Falcons. I think they're the saddest. I think they have one more blown lead in there. One more big blown lead. It could be tomorrow or if they lose by 40, which is also a case. uh, I'm going to say they're the saddest. So you're going Falcons, Jets, Lions as your top three? Yeah. All right. I think that's what I would do as well. A couple more lame subplots this week before we get to guess the lines. There was a Golden Tate Jalen Ramsey blood feud that I had no idea about until I was actually watching that game. Yeah. Where Jalen Ramsey had two kids with Golden Tate's sister and then ended up with a stripper in Vegas and Golden Tate was mad and there's been a lot of back and forth and they ended up fighting after the game. But not after Jalen had a huge hit on him and a really actually big play in right. the Giants-Rams game. But this was this whole subplot and the announcers are alluding to it and finally I'm like, all right, fuck it. All right. So I'm gonna have to Google this. So I have to Google it. And there was a whole New York Post story about it. Yeah. And it was like a whole real thing. 
That's exciting. I love it. Bring it back. You talk about pro wrestling. That's what you imagine. The guy named Golden isn't even the isn't even the problem here. You know, <laughs> it's, like, it's Jalen Ramsey, who we saw Jalen Ramsey during uh, Hard Knocks just walk away from a Zoom meeting with what seemed like the GMs. Like, all right, you're gonna you're gonna sit or what? Are we gonna get your contract? He's like, I don't want to talk about this. He walked away. Yeah, he's a handful. I don't know if he walked he's, to a strip he, club or not. The Hard Knocks takeaway from him was that dude's a handful. Yeah. What was the other one with the media members when he was like mad about talking to the media and then they had oh, to bring right. him back for that? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, somehow they didn't get video of the actual fight. Where There's was 100, it? It was right after the game and the handshakes. Oh, it was right. Okay. Oh, I thought they met like in and the uh, in the schoolyard. 100 cameras there. Nobody caught the... Oh, the, my God. Apparently they were like swinging. Like... You know, like like haymakers, and really? then fell on each other. Yeah, wow. So Not like the hockey finals, they don't do it like that. <laughs> another lame subplot them. was uh, Big Dick Nick, the savior, mm -hmm. and it was interesting going into this weekend. People were either on the the Bears. Mm -hmm. Now they have a better quarterback. There's three you know this team's for real, or like people like me who are like, well, wait a second, we've seen Nick Foles starting yeah. quarterback of other teams that didn't turned out that great. I think the Colts are better than them. That was one that actually got right, but he looked not good. I, I don't know what to think because when we went over the lines last week, I was off by five points on the Colts line and I'm off again by a lot on the Colts line this week. And I don't know how Vegas saw it, but their defense was excellent. Um, but Nick Foles should put up points at home. He just should. And everybody laughed at me and I'm not even saying this was the right move, but Nagy took him out. I, Trubisky maybe could have brought them back against the Falcons. Wow. Why? God. Don't we, the truth is they're back. Week. I said it last week. I said he had 45 <laughs> yards rushing. He had a touchdown pass, and they pulled him early. And how dare you do that? Like, that's that's the best part going against Atlanta in the second half. How could they take that from Trubisky? But the answer is Nagy has his mind made up. Didn't matter. He didn't want to see anymore. And that was it. He brought Foles in. And um, well, I think he speaks for America. Yeah, <laughs> now, that sucks because if they won that game, that's a fun game against Tampa. We'll get to it on Thursday night. But now it's like, who wants to watch this Bears team struggle to move the ball? It's it's a three-in-one team, and it's like the saddest three-in-one. Yeah. Well, who's sadder three-in-one, Browns or Bears? It's the Bears. It's the right? Bears. Yeah, it's the Bears. Okay. But they had two um, big comebacks, so it's, it's also exciting. Last thing I wanted to hit was the, I guess we'll do the Brady Breeze overreaction segment every week just quickly. Mm. Hench and I were texting you that Brady was done. Then he I ended up throwing for five touchdowns. I don't know why it bothers you so much. I, just I let hate us it. do our thing. No, he's because a, he's our ex-wife. We just, we want to vent. We're kind of secretly rooting against him. Just let us go through it. I don't like it. He throws a pick six because you're like two um, demented old men walking through the park who have to get this out. It's like, he's done. Brady's done. We can't do this anymore. You've been doing this for 15 years. It's not even like when he's like, it's not, it doesn't bother me as much when it, he's not on your team, but it's still like, yeah, that's it. And then when he's at his third touchdown pass, you're like, well, he still has that one pass where he throws it over the middle and he can loop it and it goes over the tight end's end. Yeah. And then when he's at five touchdown passes, all the different guys, I think, right? I mean, he's like throwing dimes to Evans and you guys like, Brady, he did it. I'm like, I just can't stand it. It drives me nuts. I don't know why you guys got to go through it. Why do you do it? Well, he heard our feelings. He, we spent 20 <laughs> years with the guy and then he left. No, but you did it 10 years ago too. It was the same exact thing. A noodle arm. We got noodle no, arm no, Brady no, again. No, no, stop it. We never oh, did that. 
I never turned on Brady when he was oh, on the Patriots. My God. Last year was the only time where I was like, what the fuck? Like, this guy's not playing well. This Why are we blaming everybody else? I hate when you no, lie to the public. No, that's not me. That's not true. Uh, you I go have, along with you it. You can go back and listen to any podcast we've done for since 2007. It's not the podcast. It's, it's a, after, at the end of the day, everything's fine, but you have to go through the same thing. He doesn't look good. His arm's not the same. He's injured. He must be injured. Why is he even playing? It's a, oh, I hate it. How, uh, it. how do you think Breeze looks? Uh, well, you know, he always puts those numbers up. What did he have? He was 19 for 25. So he's always going to dink and dunk. Um, you know, I think he's, I think he's better. I, it's hard against that Detroit team. I I, I did think it was going to be a game like Detroit won, but I was I was surprised uh, uh, he came back. And like we said, Kamara's very Kamara's strange. Like he could just he kind of like just lumbers through for the last twenty yards of a score. He did it last week. He does it. He has like like that Levian Bell like kind of remember like that Levian Bell would go to the hole and just wait and then just like decide he'd commit one way or another. He's like, patient. Yeah, yeah. He's that he's. He really bails Drew out a lot. I actually thought that was the weirdest game of the day. Lions go up 14 nothing. Right. The the line heading into that game moved from four and a half to three by game time. And they continued what they were doing last week. They just looked great. Mm-hmm. And then the Saints just started putting together drives. Stafford missed a couple throws. It had a chance to be like a 48-45 kind of shootout. Mm-hmm. Stafford missed some dudes. I didn't think he had a particularly awesome game. Um, I don't know what to make of Detroit. They might be the good bad team. Yeah, that's your guy, Patricia. That that yeah, they don't want you to forget that they're a bad team. So if they won the week before, don't <laughs> jump back on them. Maybe the COVID <laughs> thing. Maybe um, I think the line went down. What'd you say? It was like four and a half went to three with New Orleans, probably because of the COVID scare. But maybe it. I don't know. Maybe it energizes teams. Well, it seemed like there were th- that that game, the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Um, There's one other one where the line moved. You, you could feel all the action going one way. I think the Rams were another one. I don't think anyone had the Giants. Right. So yeah, everyone had the Rams the, on some kind of money line parlay or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that was another thing. Anyone who threw the Niners in a parlay, mm. throwing Nick Mullins in there. That was another thing we learned this week. Not sure about Nick Mullins. <laughs> what about i'm not sure about cj bethard either they show him he's like it was like 14 for 15 or something but he looks like every extra in, a, in an abc drama in 1985 <laughs> he's a 30 the yeah <laughs> uh all right we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna do guess the lines before we get to guess the lines let's talk about FanDuel sportsbook i swear they didn't put me in charge for a day if they had i'm pretty sure i would have come up with something like same game parlays because because that's what they have right now. You can do any combination you want. Player props, point totals, money lines. Knock yourself out. The best part is FanDuel will refund the first same game parlay you lose on any NFL game each week up to $10. That means you can bet a different parlay risk-free every NFL week all season long. That is free money. Like for instance, Chiefs-Pats, you could do Mahomes will score a rushing TD with the Chiefs to win the game. And that is uh, plus 340. Why not? Risk-free. If you like that one, go ahead and bet it. You'll get 10 bucks back. If you don't win, you can do it all season long. FanDuel is the only sports book where you can play these same game parlays. Sign up with promo code BS so they know I sent you. And if you already have an account, you're good to go. Same game parlays, risk-free all season long. Don't forget to use promo code BS on FanDuel's sportsbook app. 
When you sign up, must be 21 plus president in Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, West Virginia, Indiana, Colorado, or Iowa refund issued as a non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, $10. Terms apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In West Virginia, visit 1800gambler.net. Indiana, 800-9-with-it-Colorado, 800-522-4700. Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. Okay, week five lines. So let's want to cover Monday night really quick because we got two Monday night games. Right. Not only do we have Packers, Falcons, what's the line for that? Like seven? Uh, it is seven. Yeah, I saw it before it was seven. And yep. then Pat's Chiefs is up to 11 because of Brian Hoyer. Was, what was it uh, initially? It was like seven, seven and a half. And now it it's seven. 11. No, seven all week. Seven, right. And now it's 11. I saw 11 and a halfs out there too. I don't know. I didn't look this up. This is, has to be the, the most a Patriots team has ever been an underdog. Uh, I was trying since to 2000. remember. Yeah. Belichick was a, oh, a brown, since 2001, uh, since some of those playoff games, like the was, Rams Super Bowl and the Steelers playoff game. What was it the has Rams? To be those uh, two, right? Remember right, Rams so Super Bowl? That was 13. Or remember something. you lost yeah. all that money that year? Nah, the shut Rams? up. Shut up. I don't remember that. Always blocked out. Yeah. Aside from when he coached the Browns, there's only a few instances where they were like a, a 11, 12, 13 point. You're taking the Patriots, aren't you? You're convinced they're going to keep this close. There is some stat when Belichick's getting more than seven, he's like, I think I don't think he's ever lost. It was like it's like one of those stats. Even yeah, between I, yeah, every, even between four and eight, I think I read four and eight points. And the sample size is small, and it's years ago, and it has nothing to do with anyone testing positive for a horrible virus. But um, yeah, he's uh, he's on the winning end for sure. I would be very surprised if they kept it close. You would be. Because even with Cam, I was leaning toward them wondering if they could keep it within a touchdown. I you just like don't to think call they this. The, this is what you like to call the Milton Berle game, right? Like for the Kansas Chiefs. City. Yeah, it's like, you know, they didn't get up for the Chargers either. Um, and they barely won that game. That's the only hope, I think, for the Patriots because man to man, they don't match up. But maybe they just don't care as much, the Chiefs. What's the generic bet everyone's going to make tomorrow? A teaser Chiefs, with both teams. Chiefs, Packers, tease. Yeah. yeah, you get the Chiefs that less than a touchdown and the Packers just to win. And people will love that. So who fucks that? The Falcons or the Pats? I think the Falcons stay close. I do too. I do. They could blow the, it again, but I think they're going to be... I don't know. I, I love the Packers, but this will be... And, you know, Devontae Adams is... Whatever he plays, he doesn't play. This will be three weeks in a row the Packers have played a team without their best receiver. If Julio Jones doesn't play, Galladay didn't play, Michael Thomas didn't play. They're kind of getting lucky, the Packers. I don't know. Agree. I see it being close. And plus, Lazard's not playing. Adams right. is supposed to play, but he's not 100%. Right. Yeah. There's a case for the Falcons. I would go Falcons over if I was doing that. All right, Thursday night. My guy, Tom Brady, I never stopped believing him. Him and the uh. Bucks. Playing uh playing at Chicago, whatever that means. They lost OJ Howard for the year, it looks like. Right. Achilles. Fortunately, they have a couple more tight ends. Yeah. Godwin, I don't think Godwin will play, would be my guess. Cause if you're sitting him out for this Sunday game, why would you play him uh four days later, especially with the hammy? McCoy was a decent McCoy wasn't gonna put up 120 yards, but I think they lost him too. You know, that's that was a nice little outlet for Brady. So all of a sudden yeah. losing some guys. I have the Bucks favored by three and a half over Chicago. All right. I got this exactly. And I need to win. I've lost the first four weeks to you. Yeah. Uh, five and a half is the number. 
And I don't want, don't put me on these texts with Hench or at least start in the second quarter. I don't, I don't want to hear it. I'm going to put it on just because I know you're going to do it. So I, I hate yeah. it. I hate it. <laughs> Khalil Mack is going to chase him down from 40 yards and you're like, oh, it's over. It's over for him. He's got to get out. You don't even want to know what my texts with Hench are like about Tyler Hare on Duncan Robinson, how bad they've been in this series <laughs> compared to what, how they destroyed the Celtics. Every <laughs> shot they made against the Celtics. <laughs> Is now no longer going in. And Hench and I have had a couple texts about it. Hench hates it. Hench, because Hench thinks he's the greatest white uh, basketball player of all time. I think that's why he probably targets those guys. Hench <laughs> texted me in all seriousness a couple of days ago when somebody was missing three pointers and said, I made 67 out of yeah. 100 in my backyard the other day. <laughs> Famous. I was like, he's like 51 years old. Do you know that maniac, whatever high school he went to? I think he went like uh, his senior year. He went like 71 for 74 in free throws. And every year he calls the editor to make sure he still has the, the record. <laughs> you imagine that poor son of a bitch has to deal with this lunatic. <laughs> I almost spat water out. <laughs> Can you imagine being 51 years old and counting 100 threes in your yeah. backyard to see how many and then going back in the house? Yeah. He is a lunatic. Uh, I love well, him. Oh, he's my favorite person to text uh, <laughs> Sunday marquee game. I'm pulling executive decision here. No marquee game. Is that Leaving right? It vacant. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think any of them were worthy. Hmm. So we're going to go to the watchables. Okay. Yeah, First you're right. One. You're right. There are none. First watchables. Bills at Tennessee. I think this has to be in here just because it's two undefeated teams and, you know, it's week five. I also enjoy watching the Bills, I got to say. Yeah. I, uh, I I struggled before the year trying to figure out who the disappointing AFC team was going to be. Kind of thought by default it was going to be them. I don't think it is. And I, mm -hmm. I, I actually think there's not going to be one. Right. Uh, I don't think we'll have a disappointing AFC team. They're fun because they, they they no longer take 18 plays to score, right? So they're not you're going to put them up on a screen. Um, Josh Allen throws good balls. He throws balls sidearm. He's he's nowhere near Patrick Mahomes, but he's kind of dynamic and fun to watch like that. Uh, I, I thought Single, you might. I don't know what, what we're going to say. Singletary is really fun. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They're good. They play defense. Stephon Diggs is really fun. Mm -hmm. I just I kind of enjoy him when they're on the TV. It's it's pleasant. Well, but like stuff's gonna happen. you, you got to start hating them if the Patriots keep this close. This has to be your rival. I know it's weird for you them not to be your rival after all these years, but I'm still in the it's adorable when the Bills are good, but when oh, we play wow. them, we'll beat them stage. So wow. we'll we'll see when we have to play them. Interesting. I mean, honestly, we've been beating them since I lived in Boston. I got it, which was yeah. like 20 years ago. What did um, you think this line was? Bills minus two and a half over the Titans. Uh, you get it. I went, I went three and a half and it's only one, only a one point favorite of the Titans. Oh, we, uh, the Titans, is this playing? Like the Titans have every, every day, there's like three new players test positive for the Titans. I don't, they, they must have like a uh, 300 man roster because for days and days, it's been more and more positive tests. I find it hard to believe they could add this many positives. Right. Or this many players. I don't know. It's well, so many. Obviously, guys weren't wearing masks in the meetings and stuff. Right. Because how else would it be spreading like this? 
I don't know. Doesn't make sense. I think they're done. I think they're done for the year at three and zero. And if they finish the year three and zero, do the seventy two Dolphins have to? They don't get to toast, right? Because that's another undefeated team. Well, Shula's <laughs> dead now. They can't do that. Oh, anymore. that's true. Yeah, they can't do yeah, it. Yeah, Shula, anyway. as far as he goes, he's for eternity. Right. He was undefeated now. Right. Uh, next watchable game is the Chiefs at home against the uh, Nevada Raiders. Mm-hmm. The Raiders, they're not very good, but for some reason, their games are entertaining. I have the Chiefs by nine and a half. Hey, you edged me out here. We both went low, though. They have it as 12. Oh, okay. That seems Again, too high. You know, I whatever. We both know that Casey could score 40 or 45, but I don't know how much they get up for a game like this. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a three-team teaser game. Third watchable game is going to surprise you. Cowboys minus seven against the Giants. Oh, Here's why I have the Cowboys in here. You guys are fucking watchable. I know, I know it's yeah. taking years off your life. All right. I know it's almost a fate worse than COVID in some ways to have to watch mm-hmm. them week after week, but goddamn, it's fun to watch them. There's a million fantasy guys. Right. They're never out of any game. It could be 41 to 10. I keep the TV on because it's like, ah, you know, touchdown and a two point, they're back in it. Um, I like watching them. All right. It's true. I could see why someone might wa- like watching them. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't have to root for them. What did you say? It was seven? I went with seven. Boy, we were both off on this, but we're going to get a tie here. It's nine. I said 11. So we both, uh, we tie here, right? Line is nine. That's stupid. Chiefs, Cowboys. We need a third team. Your team does not deserve to ever be thrown in a teaser. How dare you? Your team can't be trusted. You have your defense is like legitimately terrible. Like it's terrible. One hell Mary away from waking up in first place on Monday morning from the Eagles. So I want to hear it. You're giving up 40 points a game, like legitimately. I think is that true? Something like that, right? God, yeah. Yeah, it's what, how about this? What game haven't you given up 40 points? Uh, is there no preseason? Yeah, we didn't play preseason <laughs> games. Yeah, yeah, no team. No like thing. Danny Jones is, is a fantasy starter next week. Yeah, you're right. Put him in there. Yep. Uh, we're going to take a break and then do the rest of the games. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is already stressful enough to deal with airports, delayed flights bad weather, you want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect, to be lights out. You don't want to have to worry about anything. When you book a vacation rental, you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time. The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay, that can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, when you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln and the all new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. 
Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. All right, before we do the rest of the games, uh, two buy teams this week, the Lions and the Packers. So if you're ever going to just dump Matt Patricia, this would be the week. Barely <laughs> watchables. Got five games. Falcons home for the Panthers. <laughs> I have Falcons by one. All right, I got this exactly. Three and a half. Falcons are the 0-3 Falcons on a short week. We'll be favored by three and a half over Carolina. Carolina's another watchable. You like so, them. You like Teddy Two Gloves. Why not? I like week five. I like. I feel like I have a handle on everybody, and you can overrate, underrate people depending on how they looked against a team. And like Detroit looks really good against Arizona. You're like, oh, Detroit's good. And then it's like, oh, maybe Arizona's not as good as we thought. I think we've seen enough now. I think the Panthers are pretty good. Mm -hmm. I think they're well coached. I think this Matt Rule thing might have been the uh, every year there's that new coach that comes in and and the team just looks crisp. Their defense flies around. I can't name one person on it. Mm -hmm. Bridgewater does stuff. He he can move around. They put him in position to succeed. Um, the fact that they're succeeding without McCaffrey, I think, has been impressive. I think they're pretty good. I I was really impressed by them today. They didn't let Arizona in the game at all. No. Right? Like they 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 didn't get much close, right? Yeah, they're fun. They needed to get rid of uh, Luke Keekley. That was it. As soon as he's gone, we're going to get on defense. Well, my point is, the this should be a pick 'em. I don't know how home oh, field I advantage see. matters even at all. I think Carolina's better than Atlanta, mm -hmm. especially if the Falcons lose next week. They're probably going to fire their coach. But uh, well, why don't you jump on this then? I, I might mean, I actually I, might jump on this. I, one. I did that. Uh, who was Green Bay playing? They were playing the Saints, right? The Saints hadn't even played their Monday game, and Green Bay was getting four. I was like, something could happen to the Saints. Breeze could get hurt. Kamara could be out. Why would right. there's, there's injuries all the time? So why wouldn't you jump on a plus three and a half here? I'm going bad. To. All right. Next one: Steelers home for the Eagles. The rejuvenated one-two and one Eagles. <laughs> They'll be doing a thirty for thirty about how that tie turned their season around. I. They could probably stop doing the Jalen Hurts, bring him in, try to make stuff happen, play. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they... scrap that one. Mm -hmm. You don't have to justify that pick to us anymore. Just let Carson <laughs> Wentz cook. I have the Steelers by seven. Yeah, you got that exactly. It's seven. I said six and a half. That stinks. I think the Eagles stink. So the, the Steelers are a tease to me. Wait a minute. You think the Cowboys are going to get first place back? Could happen. That'd be exciting. Rams are at Washington. Mm -hmm. Washington continues to look kind of lively for about an hour and then it fades away. But they have a, they always have a good hour. <laughs> they can't that Baltimore was 12 and a half, 13 and a half. It was 14 in some spots. They came back to push on that and they were yeah, they were getting beat up, but they don't really do anything offensively. I think they had like 75, 80 yards rushing uh, today. I have the Rams by seven in that one. Um, where are we? Rams, oh, I said, Washington. okay, I had seven and a half. It's nine. So oh, I get that's, that. That's stupid. Yeah. I don't, I'm back to not trusting uh, Jared Goff anymore. I know he hit Cooper cup and stride. I feel like that should happen five times a game. I don't get it. I don't know why we have to wait two and a half hours for that. I totally agree. Ravens Bengals. I would sit Joe Burrow for this one. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I'd, I'd come up with some sort of fake Joe Burrow injury so he doesn't have to get hit 200 times in this game. This is the game you sit. I have Ravens by uh, 12. Yeah, I, I don't know why I went low. I went 10 and a half. It's uh, 13 and a half. Ravens win. Chiefs win. Cowboys probably win. But keep going. I think we have our money line parlay, but keep going. So on million dollar picks, I do the long shot parlay of the week. Yeah. And I hit it in week one. It was like 10 to one. Mm-hmm. And I hit it in week four. It was plus 944. Eagles, Browns. Nice. I think the Bengals might be one of my two teams for the long shot parlay. Oh, I, I do think there's a world in which Joe Burrow gets hit 50 times, but somehow they're down three with him driving late. And people are like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. How is his right arm still hanging out his body? Well, don't make it a parlay. You're getting good odds just to take it alone, right? Why are well, you but that's make why some... it's a long shot parlay of the week, though. Anything you put with it, it's going to get 40 to one. I think, well, it could be the Giants. Maybe I'll do that just to spite you. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. It's, it could easily come in. <laughs> and this is could have been a poop fecta game, but I can't ever put the Pats in the poop fecta. Pats, Broncos mm-hmm. in New England. This could be the Brian Hoyer, Brett Ripian mm-hmm. battle we've Rip-ian. all been waiting for. <laughs> Ripping, whatever. I made the is. joke. I'm like, the LA doesn't even, this isn't even a, this is a fair. They give this guy Ripping a name of a, an average quarterback from the early 90s and give him a different <laughs> first day. Like, all right, we try to get Larry Testaverde, but he's not around. So how about Brett Ripping? You think people will buy that? Larry. Yeah. Does sure. Larry Testaverde exist? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Wait, let me check this line because this didn't seem right to me. Oh, wow. It is. Okay. I mean, so this is with, with or without Cam. This has got to be without him, right? Yeah, I, I had Pats by six. Yeah, it's, it's eight and a half. I went seven and a half. That seems too high. Yeah, that's a weird number. Without Cam. <laughs> well, I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, you got Larry Testaverde. It doesn't matter. Larry's what school did Larry go to? <laughs> Iowa State. He went to old old Dominion, but the an even older Dominion. <laughs> older Dominion. Yeah. The poop fact only has one game this week. It's the cards and the Jets. What a fall for Kyler Murray. Yeah. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what kind of offense they're running, but anytime he scrambles, there's three guys there. Mm-hmm. Anytime he just drops back to pass, nobody's open. Mm-hmm. And the running game doesn't work. I don't know what happened. But I have the uh I have the Cardinals by four and a half over the Jets. You're going to get it. I said four. It's seven and a half. Vegas hates the Jets. They absolutely despise the Jets. So you get that one. It's funny. Kyler was what we didn't mention him in our MVP talk, but a lot of people loved him last week at around 10 or 11 or 12 to one. They said that was a steal. And we're like, oh, yeah, because he throws two touchdowns to Andy Isabella. That's the Cardinals. It's like, no, I think we saw what they're about today. Do you think the Jets, every year Vegas has the team where they're just like, I dare you to bet on these guys. So they just yeah. jack it up by three points. Usually that's the what this feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you, you, they're like, you're not going to bet on the Jets. I'm going to make mm-hmm. this seven and a half. Uh, Sunday night, Seahawks, Vikings. Vikings. At least this is a little better now. I'm glad the Vikings won. So this is now a decent game. I mean, they could, they could. Be two and two with a couple of breaks last week. Yeah. Cook is Cook looks great. Yeah, that's a nice little. Uh, they have two good receivers. There. Mm-hmm. They're not terrible. I have the uh, Seahawks by eight. Uh, we split it at seven and a half. I said seven. Uh, let me so count who, these. Who's winning now right now? Now, now we got to get it. It's close now. One, two, three. 
seven to three, four, five, six. You're up by one. How many games are left? One game. I got to see. Well, no, there's one. There's one, and then there's the Monday night. Mon- Miami San Fran. Oh, I didn't have that one. Isn't that a game? It's got to be. Yeah, I somehow missed that one. You know what, though? I don't think there's a line. <laughs> Shit. There's no line. I'm going to get rooked here. I would have put that in the uh, barely watchables anyway. There's no line on this game, so you're gonna you're gonna get uh, a one game lead going into the Monday night game. Yeah, I don't know. They they have to rush Jimmy G back. I think <laughs> to compete big win in this for division. him. Listen, that worked out great for him. It really did. He's like, all right, enough with the fucking Nick Mullins. This could be his team articles. Just stop writing them, please. Right. I'm better than this guy. Nick Mullins had a couple of terrible passes. Oh, that la- that pick six was atrocious. It was really bad. All right, Monday night, I got Saints laying seven and a half to the Chargers. Son of a bitch. You're five and oh. You're five. Wow. Has anyone ever started five and oh? We've done this 14 years. You hit it exactly seven and a half. I had six and a half. Wow. I added a half point because the Bucks were favored by seven over the Chargers. So I just like the char- the Saints are a half point better. You I'm can't going. do that. That's cheating. Well, that, You're that allowed to my, do that? <laughs> that was my formula. Hey, you love I love Herbert. Isn't he fun? Herbert throws a really nice deep pass. Here were his touchdowns. His touchdowns were to Donald Parham, Tyron (laughs) Tyron Johnson, and Jalen Guyton. And now he has Eckler out. I I don't don't know. I know there's good replacements everywhere, but they have similar injury list to uh, San Francisco if you go to the defensive side of the ball, too. And he's getting it done. He's he's fun to watch. He throws like one bad uh, pass a game, but... I think the average quarterback probably throws like four. I like his deep ball. It it feels very AFL late yeah. 1960s ish. Something about like the way he does it with his hair and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Is Eckler out for the year? What happened with that? No, I don't think so. It looks like it's going to be for a while though, right? So it's it, was it a knee thing? Is that what it is? Yeah, I they, felt they, bad for him because he finally got. Wait. He finally, uh, you know, got the chance. Yep, they were uh, fun. Well, what's the matter? You, 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 know, you think that's the last week? You, you just sighed like this is the last time we're ever going to do this. I, I, do, I, do, I do wonder if that was it. <laughs> I'm already getting nostalgic for guests. Oh, man. We never, a, a week from now, who knows? Is our president going to be alive a week from now? <laughs> Are we going to have football? Like, what, what's going to happen? I, and ironically, he brought football back, at least to the Midwest. So, wow. What a, what a punch to the heart that would be. Uh, the only thing that could cheer us up right now is Parent Corner. All right. All right. It's time for Parent Corner, brought to you by CarMax, the way car buying should be. As parents, we need all the confidence we can get. And when it comes to used car shopping, our friends at CarMax have got your back. Choose from over 40,000 CarMax certified cars at CarMax.com, all backed with a worry-free limited warranty for 90 days or 4,000 miles, whatever comes first. Car shopping with confidence at CarMax. Stop by your local CarMax for written details and see how easy car buying can be. Check them out today. CarMax.com. By the way, my right when I was going on, your daughter, your 15-year-old daughter was on Roblox with my six-year-old son. Oh, yeah. She was... <laughs> my daughter texted your son and right. really wanted to play Roblox with him. And, Our yeah. older son. My old yeah. son. They texted, yeah. We don't want it to get weird. But yeah, they, they texted each other. My son's like, oh, Harrison doesn't remember you. And Zoe, your your daughter got mad. 
She's like, what? He doesn't remember me. We're playing Roblox. And I think they were playing like for an hour. It's like another virtual game that I have to pay $7 a, a week for. So he can get like a fiery helmet or some shit. <laughs> she wants to, uh, she wants to come visit you guys. Yeah. So we might just show up in three hazmat suits. Let's do it. Zoe and Ben and do it. Uh, all right. Let's do parent corner. You're up. Uh, well, I, you know, I, I, uh, I don't have air conditioning here, so it gets real hot. For some reason in LA, it's hottest in late September, October, right? Yeah. And I don't have air conditioning because I'm, we don't need it most of the year. We're kind of close to the beach, like six blocks from the beach, but there are three weeks where we really need it and we don't get it. And the whole family is furious at me because we don't have it. So we, I took the kids to the beach and, um, because I have to be so competitive, uh, we're in the ocean. And uh, I, I bet them that I wouldn't get knocked over by as many waves as they did. Now I'm a big, fat, almost 200-pound man, so I should have the advantage. But I went further out where the waves were higher, so that was their advantage. And it ended up being like six to five to, to three or something, and I won that. So everything has to be betting. Everything has to be competitive. I come home Saturday night. And uh, my youngest one is back into the bottle flipping. That damn bottle flipping. I oh, thought it that's was, back? I thought it was over and he's flipping uh, freaking bottles and I hate it because I think it's going to open every single time and spill all over the floor and into the, the, the grate and everything. And I'm like, please stop. And it makes a terrible noise. And why are we doing it anyway? But he kept doing it. I was like, look, here's the thing. We're going to do this one more time and I'm going to give you $5 if you make it. All right. And, uh, if you don't, you have to give me a dollar and you have to stop. And he's like, okay. My six-year-old flips it. It lands. I didn't even give a shit. I was happy. He made it. I only have $10 in my wallet. And I'm getting creamed on the football games, on all the college games. So I just want, I just want him away from me. I spent an hour and a half with you in the ocean. Just get away with the bottle, please. He wins. I owe him $5. I give him 10 and he's like, he like, he's like, thanks, Dad. I was like, well, wait a minute. You have to bring me change. I know these kids have wallets full of like dollar yeah. bills and everything and $2 bills that they got from the tooth fairy for years. I was like, you have to bring me change. So I owe him five. I give him 10. He's gone for like three minutes. He comes back with a $50 bill, which must have been like a grandparent <laughs> gift or something. Yeah, birthday card. And now I have to decide, do I keep the 50 or do I teach him a lesson? And I'm looking at the TV and I'm getting slaughtered by Central Florida, who I have on the money line, was up 16 yeah. nothing, and blow a 16 nothing lead because they had 15 pre-snap penalties. That's a whole other thing. I'm like, I can really use this money right now. <laughs> and uh, I thought about it. And then I asked my wife, I'm like, should I teach him a lesson? And she's like, what the, what the hell is wrong with you? Give him his damn money back. <laughs> so I ended up giving the money back. So I don't know what the lesson is there, but... Um, did he know what the $50 bill meant? Did so then I had to explain to him. I was like, hey, this is 50. I, I only owed you five. You know, I gave you 10. You, you should the be zero able to do is this. better. When there's yeah. a zero, it's good. Exactly. It's five. There's no decimal point here. Keep your damn 50. Please go bottle flip outside. So that was that. I am breaking protocol. I'm doing a, a wife corner this week. Oh, all right. Ben got, Ben got, he said no more. No, no, no. It's not why. Oh. I just, I wanted to commemorate my wife. Um, it's nice. The triple crown for her is losing her phone, <laughs> losing her car keys, and losing her purse, right? Oh, if, I if, thought, if, I thought for sure you were going to say sunglasses. No? 
sunglasses. Yeah, I guess, you know, but okay. it's, it's usually one of those three. I've never seen her do it in the same day, but she came really close <laughs> the other day. She did three things. I had, I had two of them I'd never seen her do before. I'm working in the house in the morning and she's leaving. She's going to play tennis and she goes and then she comes back and she's like, I left my phone. And I'm like, I thought you just left. I, I did. I left my phone walking around. I'm, I'm in a zoom for work mm -hmm. thinking nobody's going to be home. And she's stomping around, stomping around. Finally, I'm like, you know, do the, do, do the mute close the video thing. I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, I can't find my phone. I had my phone. I can't find it. She's like freaking out. She's like, call my phone. So call the phone. Don't hear it ring. Mm -hmm. All right. Where is it? It's like somebody took it. It was it's somebody went in our driveway and took it. Like nobody took your phone. In the driveway. <laughs> so we have this thing. Do you have that thing where you can see where everybody yeah. in your family is? Life oh, 360? Yeah. Uh -huh. Do the Life 360 and it's on the street. That's like five blocks down. What? And it's pulsating. It was on her top of her car. We drive down there. Yeah. We're driving up and down the street. I'm like, I bet it was on your, I bet you put it on top of your car and right. drove with it. She's like, no, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> it's needless to say it's on the ground next to these two random dudes who are working in front of some house. Uh -huh. And it's, you know, the screen is not the screen, but the holder things cracked. And it's just, it obviously was on our car and drove off. So uh, then it's like, haha. And I'm like furious because I just left the Zoom. <laughs> She's like, don't get mad at me. I'm like, all right, so wh when can I get mad at you? Is, is, <laughs> when you? How about when you drive away with your phone on your fucking car? Yeah. So that happens. So a couple of hours later, I'm in the kitchen with Zoe and she's got, when Carrie comes home, she's got like maybe 15 minutes to make like a quick toast sandwich thing. Puts the pita bread in. And then she can't get it to come out. And she's banging the toaster, banging it. Finally flips the toaster up to try to bang it and breaks the toaster. Nice. So that was the second thing. Third <laughs> thing, I'm doing a podcast three hours later. And everybody knows when I'm back here, don't come back here. You know, you got to concentrate. You look up, yeah. people are looking through the window. She's like, just leave me alone. If I close the door, like, just stay away. So I see her looking in. Turns out she had been looking for her purse for 25 minutes, but she had <laughs> left her purse in the guest house because she had come to tell me something. So her purse <laughs> was in there. So it was the the lost phone, lost purse. Toaster. Broken toaster, all in the span of five hours. I feel uh, like this was as close to the triple crown as I'm going to see. She didn't lose her keys, No keys. <laughs> keys. Keys weren't lost. But that was as close. But does your wife have days like that where you're just like, and then they're mad at you. It's like, don't yeah. look at me that way. It's like, well, where am I supposed to look? You're walking around like a maniac. Right. Yeah. You have to be supportive. You're like, how do you get through a day? This is very strange. <laughs> yeah. What, my wife our, is like that. What's too. our role? What's our role during that? Are we supposed to be like, oh man, I just can't believe you can't find your keys. This is so unfair. I don't know. Right. Exactly. It's the keys fault. It's not your fault. It's the keys. Yeah, Why did the stuck. keys do this? <laughs> uh, bless her heart, your wife. I honestly think we have three pair of her sunglasses in our house right now. Oh, there's no <laughs> question. But do, do you want a toaster? <laughs> I would like a toaster. Yeah. <laughs> we were joking the whole day. She had a fight with the toaster. Like she literally had an <laughs> altercation with it. <laughs> I wish I had a security camera in the house. So anyway, that was white corner. That's uh, great. That's le great. I left out my son for this week. <laughs> he gets uh, a little, little reprieve there. <laughs> um,
All right, that was Parent Corner brought to you by CarMax. CarMax, the way car buying should be. There well, you so, go. This could be our last week for NBA. Don't say it. Oh, for NBA, that's fine. <laughs> it's very possible. They play Tuesday, game four, and then game five is Friday. Could be done Tuesday, by Friday. Tuesday, Friday, Sunday. Is that the next three? Is that what I mean, it would, if Miami didn't win game three, this, this finals would have been over in six yeah. days. It would have I been know. the fastest finals we've ever had. NFL, God only knows. We know we have two Monday night football games tomorrow, hopefully. Um, baseball playoffs, we didn't talk about. Um, baseball just took the weekend off. What are they doing? They didn't want to compete. They did not want to compete with college football, NBA, and NFL. But it seemed like there was a lot. They could have thrown a couple of night games in Saturday night for sure. Can you name the four matchups right now? <laughs> This this is sad. Like I have to think about it. I'm not putting you on the spot just to to belittle you. This is sad that we don't know know, know this anymore. Dodgers Marlins? Uh no. Dodgers Cardinals? That's right. Marlins Reds? No, Reds are Red, out. Marlins Braves? Marlins Braves. Come on, you could do this. Yankees A's? Mm. No. Yankees, Who is it? Yankees, Rays, and A's, A's Astros. Astros. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And that's sad. I mean, even five years ago, we would have been way more into this, right? I can't believe baseball didn't play this weekend. Because really? I, 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 they had a little momentum on Wednesday, Thursday. Like, I watched the Dodgers Brewers game. It was fun to watch Kershaw light up the terrible Brewers. Yeah. We talked uh, about this. Couple good this game is, sevens. This is now just threes. this is just an afternoon sport, right? This is kind of like an afternoon kind of thing, right? Like yeah, your your theory was that they're they realize their audience now is just yeah. over forty five white guys who are probably home or maybe retired. That's all. Which is basically my dad. Exactly. So like what they're like, what what would my dad want to watch? Well, probably like weekday baseball. Mm -hmm. And I gotta say. When it comes down to the, you know, the ALCS or NLCS, I'm going to miss the fans the most out of any sport because that's that's the drama. Watching the pitcher blow on his hand, it's cold. Watching the fans, like, grabbing their heads, putting their heads, like, that's to me, that's the one sport that needs fans for, for TV purposes, for sure. So what's their best final four then? That Yankees Astros would be stupendous. That yeah, Yankees Astros. Hilarious. Yeah. And then Dodgers. Braves? Dodgers, Braves on that side. Yeah. I think so. Although the Marlins are a fun story. Nobody knows any Marlins, but the Marlins. Well, they have are, the they have the Pedro Jr. Yeah, that's true. They do. But uh as far as like this team wasn't even gonna field the team and they had, you know, 20 games left with two weeks. Like, how did they do it? That's a fun storyline, but I don't know. It's like, how did they do it? Well, they did it because this was like this weird <laughs> short season that Poor I can't believe is going to count. Poor baseball. How so many sad. guys do you think decided not to not to juice this year just because it wasn't worth it? Oh wow! Say over under like eight nine. Yeah, stars. Maybe. Yeah, had to have been a couple that are like, ah, fuck it, I'm not doing. I'll give well, my body a rest this year. Maybe, but this Come is also probably the, the, the year you get away with it, right? Yeah, they do, they're COVID testing us. They don't care about uh, HGH. But. Yeah, true. Good point. Yeah. Well, 
I can't believe they took the weekend off. I thought that was the weirdest thing. I didn't know where the baseball was yesterday. <laughs> I was like, is it on true TV? I'm going through all that. And then I realized that there's no games at all. Yeah. And no, that's that, happening. That was it. Um, yep. All right. What do you got to plug? Uh, what do I have? Uh, extra points podcast network. Got extra points against all odds. Uh, hey, the parlay kid at a six to one odd uh, parlay. Waiver wired laugh lines, lemon pepper parlay at minus three. Fox bet live 5 p.m. Eastern on FS1. I'm on there with Rachel Bonetta, Clay Travis, Todd Furman. Uh, and my book is out. You can't lose them all. Pre order on Amazon. Pre order it. Yeah. Yeah. Go get that. Or Barnes and Noble. And I start the Thursday night thing. I do a pregame show, comedy bit. I think I'm doing one with uh, Aaron Andrews this Thursday. So that'll be fun. On Fox? Yeah, on Fox. That's exciting. Did you, um, did Clay Travis have any comment about <laughs> the Titans being the team that got demolished by COVID positive tests when he was like the number one COVID isn't real guy out there? Not a great, not a great week for Clay Travis. His, his, his big dog, Trump gets COVID. His team might never play again. Pretty, uh, pretty spectacular on the call is he, the scale. Is he, <laughs> is he more, <laughs> Receptive now to the thought of COVID <laughs> maybe being a real thing or no? As his football team misses week after week? He texted me something along the lines of herd immunity, baby. And then that's it. I, I threw my phone. <laughs> I threw my phone in the street with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> it, was on, it was on the top of her car. That was it. Yeah. So your wife had never done that. Your wife's never driven with the phone on, on the roof of the I car. I think a purse. I think a purse and oh. definitely, definitely a coffee and stuff like that. But I, I don't think, no, not a phone. How far would you get before you knew you didn't have your phone? I don't think I'd get six steps out of my house or uh, a, a quarter of a mile in the car. It's a great point. I, you would know. I would know within a block. Yeah, right. Because I always put it in the same place, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anyway. Sal? Hey, we're doing this. We're doing this next week. <laughs> God damn Sal, it. I hope I see you a week from now. Good job by you. Good job by you. That's it for the BS podcast. You can check out all of the podcasts on Spotify and uh, the entire rewatchables library is on Spotify as well. See you on Tuesday night with Priscilla. <laughs>